Shalom to all! Today's office is Chagigadaf Yudalif. We are starting 12 lines from the top at the two dots. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Bas, Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Yerbech Mil, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama Shadav and Aliyah. And the Meshad said, Mikra Mot, Valachas, Meru, by certain things we were speaking about, only have Mikra Mot. There's only a few Psukim about these things, but there's a lot of Halachas. And Tana, we have a Brisa similar to that. Nagaim, Alois, Mikra Mot, Valachas, Meru, by Valachas of Nagaim, which is referring to Tsaras, and Valachas of Alois, which is referring to certain ways that a person can become Tame with Thomas Oil. So there's only a few Psukim about these things, but there's a lot of Halachas. The Gemara Ask Nagaim Mikram what Nagaim Mikram Rubahu. How could you say there's only few psukim about Nagaim? There's so many psukim about Nagaim. So Amra Papa, he answers Hachikamar. This is really what the Bryce is saying. Nagaim Mikram Rubah Valachas Mu'atas. Nagaim actually has a lot of psukim. There's only a few halachas. Oilis, on the other hand, Mikram Mut Valachas Merubah. There's only a few psukim and there's a lot of halachas. And Amanaf Kamino, what's the difference? If you have a problem, you have a question when it comes to halachas of Nagaim, I am a Christ. So go look in the psukim because there's a lot of psukim. But if you have a question regarding halachas of Oilis, I am Masnisin, go to the Mishnah because all the details are in the Mishnah, not in the Pasuk. Now, the Mishnah had said that certain halachas are yeshlehem amashe ismaichu. They have what to rely on. And this implies that even though there isn't a Pasuk that talks about these halachas beferish, they nonetheless have some sort of Pasuk to rely on. And the first thing that was mentioned in the Mishnah is dinim certain monetary matters. The Gemara asks, we have many psukim beferish that talk about monetary matters. What does that mean that we have a Pasuk to rely on, but it's as if it's not written beferish? The Gemara answers, the whole Kiddush in our Mishnah is El Rebbe, for Rebbe's halacha. They tell you have a bride, so Rebbe, I'm a Rebbe, says the Pasuk tells us about two men that are fighting, and a pregnant woman walked by, and she was struck by one of the men by Accident. He meant to strike his friend, but he struck the pregnant woman and he killed her loyalenu. So Pasuk tells us nefesh tachas nefesh, one soul for a soul. He killed her, so his soul is taken away. What does that mean, mama? And he has to pay a monetary payment. You say he has to pay a monetary payment. Perhaps we kill him because he killed her. So Rabbi says nemer nesina lamatav nemer nesina lamala. It says nesina later and it says nesina earlier. Malalon mama in afkan mama. And just look over there. It's specifically talking about a monetary payment. So to over here, it's talking about a monetary payment. The Pasuk says that if she wasn't killed, but the blow caused her to miscarry, so then he has to pay a monetary payment because of the loss of that baby. So over there, it's very clear that he's going to pay a monetary payment and he's not going to be killed. So it's over here, even though he killed her, he's only going to pay money and he's not going to be killed. But that's not written beferish in the Pasuk, but we have a smach in the Pasuk for that. Another thing the Mishnah said is avaydah. Certain avaydahs of Karbanus have a smach in the Pasuk. Once again, the Gemara asks, we have many psukim that talk about the avaydah of Karbanus beferish, not that we just have a smach in the Pasuk for them. So the Gemara answers, we're specifically talking about the halachas of hoylacha of the dam, of bringing the dam from where the carbon was shechted to the Mizbech. The time you have a brisa, the Pasuk says, this is referring to the Kayan catching the blood in a vessel. The Torah teaches us Kabbalah Saddam with the same Lashon that we learn Haylacha from. The Chesav the Pasuk says, And the Kayan will bring close and bring everything to the Mizbech. And what's this Pasuk talking about? This is referring to bringing the Evarim of the Karbanas to the ramp in the Mizbech. So we see that the word to bring, Vehikriv or Vehikrivu, when used in context of Karbanas, means Haylacha, bringing something to the Mizbech. Yet we also see this word Vehikrivu is referring to Kabbalah Saddam, like the first pasuk that we had. What do we learn from here? Lememra, meaning to say, the halacha that the halachas of halachas hadam should not be excluded from the halachas of kabbalah hadam. Namely, all the halachas that apply to kabbalah hadam also apply to halacha. The chedesh here is that sometimes there's no need for halachas hadam because a carbon can be shechted right next to the mizbech and sprinkled right away, and you don't have to bring the blood to the mizbech. It's ready there. But we learn from this drasha that if halacha will be done, it has to be done with all halachas pertaining to kabbalah, such as the necessity to use a klishares, has to be done by kain, so on and so forth. But once again, this is not stated explicitly in the Pasuk, but we do have a smach in the Pasuk for this. Another thing the Mishnah had said is Taharas, certain things pertaining to Tahara. The Gemara once again asks, Mechtev Ksivan, we have many beferish Pesukim that talk about Tahara. So we answer, The Mishnah is specifically talking about the proper Shira Mikvah has to be, which is not written in the Torah. The time you have a Brisa, the Pasuk says, and he shall wash in water. That means he has to wash in gathered water. The Pasuk says, all of his flesh. This teaches us that he has to immerse himself in water that his entire body could go in. How much is that? 
amal amma brum shalish amas, one amma by one amma by three amas. And Vashir Chacham may make far by himself, the Chacham said that that's 40 saw. But once again, that's not stated explicitly in the Pasuk, but yesh lahim amashi smaichu. And Mishnah said, Tmei, something has to do with the dinam of Tomah. Once again, the Gemara asks, Mechlev Ksivon, we have many Beferish Psukim that talk about dinam Tomah. What does that mean? Yesh lahim amashi smaichu. So once again, we answer, Lay Nisrucha el Chadashim and Asherets do like Siva. We need this halacha specifically for the case that the size of lentil from a dead Sherets is actually going to be someone, and that's not written explicitly in the Pasuk. The time you have a Bryce that says in the Pasuk regarding a dead Sherets, Bahem, if a person touches them, so Yachabakulon, you might think a person has to touch a full, a whole dead Sherets in order to become Tame. That's why the Pasuk says mayhem from them, implying that you only have to touch part of them. And you might think that it's okay if you just touch part of a dead sheretz, meaning a piece of a dead sheretz, you'd become tummy. That's why the Pasuk says bohem, implying you have to touch a whole dead sheretz. So said, how do we understand this theory in between the Psukim? So we answer, A person is only going to be tummy if he touches a piece of a sheretz, but that's like a whole dead sheretz. And what exactly does that mean? You have a piece of a sheretz, which is like a whole sheretz. They gave the shear that that's a piece of a sheretz, which is the size of a dasha, the size of a lentil. Why is that? Because a chaymet, which is a snail, one of the types of shrats I mentioned in the Torah, that starts out, meaning a baby snail actually is the size of an adasha, the size of a lentil. So we see that a piece of a sheretz, the size of a lentil, is like a whole sheretz, and therefore a person can become tummy by touching that. Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Hudaimer, he argues, he says, like the tail of a lizard, we know that when the tail of a lizard is cut off, it still jumps around and quavers around, so it's like it has life in it, and that's the size that we're talking about over here. But either which way, this is not stated explicitly in the Pasuk, and that's what we're saying, and lastly, the Mishnah mentioned that Yesh Lehem Amashe Ismaichu is Arayas forbidden relationships. Once again, the Gemara asks, Mechtev Ksivan, we have many Befer Shepsukim that tell us that Yisurim are Arayas. So once again, the Gemara answers, Loi Nitzrcha Yudal Afon Bezan Tapu Bitei Manusasa Do Like Siva. We're specifically talking about a case of a person had a daughter from a woman who he was Ma'anis. He forced himself upon this woman and then he had a daughter from her. He's actually ushered to be with that daughter of his, even though it's not written explicitly in the Torah. Dama Rav, because Rav says, Amalid Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdim, Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdim, he told me, Asya Heino Heino, Asya Zima Zima. We actually have Xer Shava Heino Heino Zima Zima to tell us that this type of Arias is also usher, even though it's not written before in the Torah. And we conclude the Mishnah by saying, Hain, Hain, Gufei Tyra. These are the Gufim of Tyra. These are the fundamentals of Tyra. As the Gemara, Hani in, Hanachloi, only the things that we mentioned later on in the Mishnah, those are fundamentals of Tyra, but not the earlier things, such as Shabbos. That's not one of the Gufei Tyra, one of the fundamentals of Tyra. So the Gemara answers, Ela Ima, what we really should be saying in the Mishnah is, Hain, Vehain, Gufei Tyra. These and those are Gufei Tyra, meaning not only the end of the Mishnah is Gufei Tyra, even the beginning of the Mishnah is Gufei Tyra. Hadin and finishing the first parakim we should be zechel to finish the entire Masechus Hagigah together, and of course, all of Shas together. And the Mishnah says, "Ain darshan b'raiyus b'shloisha." We're not allowed to darshan all the halachas of Arias with three people. Beloy b'maisa b'raiyus b'shnayim. We're not allowed to talk about maisa b'raiyus, which is talking about the beginning of the world, the creation with two people. And beloy b'markava b'yachid. Even one person is not to learn about maisa markava, which is the Chaskal Navi's description of the kisya covered and all the chayus and they find them all the different malachim and everything that was going on by Hashem's kisya covered. Elim kein hayachacham mevin midaita. Unless this person who's learning maisa markava, he's a chacham, he's wise, and he's mevin midaita. He's able to understand on his own the topic. And the Mishnah continues, call Mestaka by Bardavaram. Anyone that looks at these four things, it doesn't mean that he looks at them, it means he analyzes them, he learns about them, he asks about them. Rasui like ilu la'ilam. It would have been better for him not to have come into the world. What are these four things? Mala mala malamata. What's above, what's below? Malafne, malachar. What's in front, what's behind? And we're going to try to understand what these terminologies are in the Gemara. And v'chal shalaychas al kavod kainai. Anyone that doesn't have rachman, it's meaning anyone who doesn't treat Hashem's kavod properly. Rasui like shalaybalailam. It would have been better for him not to have come into the world. And now we ask on the first part of the Mishnah. Ahmed Barisha, you had just said in the first part of the Mishnah of Leib Merkava Biyachid that a Yachid, an individual, is not allowed to learn Maisa Merkava, implying even though he's a very wise person and he's Maven Midaita, he's still not allowed to learn it. But then Bahadur Ahmed, right afterwards, you said, Elim Ken Hayachacham Maven Midaita, if he's a Chacham and he can understand on his own, then he is allowed to learn it. Well, is he allowed to learn it or not allowed to learn it? So the Gemara answers, Hachikamar, actually, this is what the Mishnah is saying. Ain't Darshan Ba'arayas Lishlaisha, you're not allowed to Darshan the Halachas of Arayas 
two, three people, meaning a Rebbe is not in a Darshan, Halachas of Arai has two, three Talmidim. Vloi be Maisabrashis Lishnaim, a Rebbe is not in a Darshan, and Maisabrashis two, two Talmidim. Vloi Merkavul Yachid, a Rebbe is not in a Teach Maisa Merkava, even to one Talmid, Elim Kane Hayachacha, maybe Midaitai, unless this Talmid is wise and he's able to understand on his own. That's because there's many things that he might not understand fully. He's going to want to ask his Rebbe, but these are certain things that even though he's being taught Maisa Merkava, the Rebbe is not allowed to explicitly say, and therefore this Talmud has to be a Chacham, maybe Midaitai, to be able to understand it on his own without asking those questions. And we had said, and as we just explained, that means a Rebbe is not allowed to teach three Talmidim the halachas of Arayas. The Gemara is my time. Well, why is that? Meaning, where do we get this from? Elim, if you want to say Mishim Dechsev, because the Pasuk says, by Arayas, Ish Ish al Kal Sha'er Basarai, a man to someone who's a Sha'er, meaning to someone who's a relative, he has an Isra of Arayas. And the way we darshan that is Ish Ish Tre, that's referring to two people. And the Pasuk says, Sha'er Basarai Chad, that's adding on another one. And of Amr Achman, the Pasuk continues by saying, erva. They're not to become close to reveal Erva. So we see from here the Pasuk's talking about three people, implying that a Rebbe is not allowed to teach three Talmidim the halachas of Arayas. But the Gemara asks, if that's the way to darshan the word ish ish alameate the chsiv, it says in the pasuk ish ish ki kalalikav. If a person curses Hashem or ish ish ashayitim mizar lemaylech, if a person gives his child over to Melech, which is avoid zaro hachinami, does that really mean that the only isra of cursing Hashem is with two people, or the only isra of giving a child over to Melech is with two people? That's not so. So how do we darshan these pesukim properly? These pesukim are telling us that Gentiles are not allowed to curse Hashem and they're not allowed to do avoid zaro, just like a yid is not allowed to. And hainami, this pasuk of arayas also. To teach us that Gentiles are not allowed to be involved in Arayas just like Yidin aren't allowed to. So it must be that we have a different Pasuk that teaches us this. It must be from the following Pasuk. It says, And you shall guard my guarding. The word Ushmartim, which is plural, tre, that implies we're talking about two people. And Ushmarti, my guarding, chad, that implies another one person. And Ramachman, the Tyre says in that Pasuk, So that you should not do these terrible things, which is referring to Arayas. So once again, we have a Pasuk talking about Arayas that speaks about three people. I asked the Gemara if that's the proper way to darshan El it says in the Pasuk, you shall guard Shabbos, and you shall guard the Matzahs, and you shall guard the guarding of Kodesh. Does that mean that the only Chiv to keep Shabbos is with two people, and only Chiv to guard the Matzahs is with two people? Obviously, that's not so. So, Ravashi says, My ain't Darshan Baraiz Bishlaisha. What does that mean that you're not at a Darshan Arayas two, three Talmidim? That means ain't Darshan Besisra Arayas Bishlaisha. You're not at a Darshan the hidden, nuanced halachas of Arayas to three Talmidim. These are the halachas that are not written explicitly about in the Torah. My time, why is that Svarahu? Because it's just logical. Betray two people, Kiyosvi Kamerabayu, when they're sitting in front of the Rebbe, Chad Shakavatari Bahadi Rabbe, one of them might be having a back and forth conversation with his Rebbe about these halachas, Vedich Masli Udne Ligmara. So the other Talmud is going to lean his ear, he's going to lend his ear to learn what's going on, and he's going to pay attention what his friend is schmoozing about with his Rebbe. But Tlasa, if you have three people, if you have three Talmidim, Chad Shakavatari Bahadi Rabbe, one of them is going to be having a halachic discussion with the Rebbe about the halachas of Arayas, Vahanach Trey, and the other two Talmidim, Shakavatari Bahadi Adadi, they're going to be schmoozing with each other, whispering to each other, not really paying attention to what the Rebbe is saying to the other Talmud. They're not going to know what the Rebbe is answering their friend. And they're going to end up hoskining on something that's actually an Isra Arayas. They're going to be saying it's okay because they're going to think that they were at that cheer and they're going to say, oh, it's actually Mutter, but they weren't paying attention to what the Rebbe told their friend. The Gemara asks, if that's really the case, call Tara Nami. Also, the entirety of Tara. Anytime a Rebbe is teaching Talmidim, he should teach a maximum of two Talmidim, not three Talmidim. Because if it's three Talmidim, he's going to be teaching one of his Talmidim, Allah, and let's say Hilchas Shabbos, and then the other two are going to be schmoozing, and then they're going to paskin incorrectly. So we answer, no, Arayas Shani. Arayas is actually different. Damar Mar, we have a memory. Gezel, Arayas, Nashem Echamdasun, Umasavalahen. Gezel, when it comes to theft and robbery and Arayas, a person's soul deeply desires them, and therefore we have to be very careful when it comes to Arayas. The Gemara asks, Yahach, if that's really so, Gezel Nami. So when it comes to Gezel also, when it comes to Rebbe teaching his Talmidim about Helchas Gezela, so we should make sure to only teach two Talmidim, not three. So we answer that Arayas is still different, because Arayas, Bain Bafan of Bain Shalai Bafan of Nafesh Yitzray, even if the Arayas is not there, whether in front of him, whether not in front of him, he has 
a lot of Yitzhahara, so therefore we have to be very careful with the way he understands the halachas. But Gazel, but fun of Nafesh Yitzray, Shalai, but fun of Nafesh Yitzray, if the Gazel's in front of him, so then he has a lot of Yitzhahara, but if it's not in front of him, he doesn't have such a big Yitzhahara. So specifically, when it comes to Harais, we have to be very careful. And we had said the Mishnah Vloib, my Sabrashis Mishnahman, we had understood the Gemara, that means that one Rebbe is not allowed to teach two Talmidim, my Sabrashis. We ask Menon immediately, how do we know that? The Tanar we have a Braisa. The Pasuk tells us, Kisha'al no Yom Rishonim, ask now regarding the early days. What do we learn from here? Yachid Shalv, Ein Shnaim Shalim. One person could ask about the early days, but not two. It says, Sha'al no, that's Lashin Yachid. Only one Talmud is allowed to ask his Rebbe, but not two Talmidim. Yachid, you might think, Yishal Adam Kadim Shinivra Elam, a person's allowed to ask about what was before the world was created. Tamalim, that's why the Pasuk continues by saying, Lamin Hayyoma Shabar Lakim Adam Allah Arts, from the day Hashem created man on earth. You're only allowed to ask from then, but not from before the creation of the world. So, Yachid, you might think, Lashal Adam Shesh is Mebrashis, a person's not allowed to ask about the six days of creation because man was created after the six days of creation, basically at the end of the six days of creation. Tamalim, that's why the Apostle continues and says, regarding the earlier days that were before you, meaning even before man was created. Yachal, you might think, Yishal Adam, Mala 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 Mata, Malafnim Mala Acher, a person's lie to ask what's above, what's below, what's in front, what's behind, meaning what's beyond this world. Tamalim, that's why the Apostle says, from one end of heaven to the other. You're allowed to ask what's from one end of heaven to the other. You're not allowed to ask what's above, what's below, what's in front, what's behind. But now the Gemara asks, you'd be someone off on top. Now that we just learned from the end of this pasuk that you're not allowed to ask what's beyond this spatial part of the universe, spatial as in S P A T I A L, as in the space of this universe. What do we need this part of the pasuk for? Originally, we had used this part of the pasuk to teach us a person's not allowed to ask beyond the world, but then we use that same Joshua for the last part of the pasuk. So what's this part of the pasuk talking about? So we answer. We actually need that part of the Pasuk for what Rebbe Lazar says. Rebbe Lazar, other Marishan min arts Adler Akiya, other Marishan actually reached from the ground all the way to Shemaim. Shinemar, the Pasuk says, Lamin Hayyam Ashabar Lakim Adam al Arts, from the day that Hashem created Adam on the ground. And we have to read a little bit further. The Bach adds in the words, Ulmiktsa Shemaim, implying that other Marishan reached all the way to Shemaim. And the Kimishasarach, once he soured, meaning once he did Navera, Hinechakash Barchu Yadav Alav, Hashem placed his hand on other Marishan, Umiyatai, and he diminished him, he made him much smaller. Shinemar, the Pasuk says, Achar Vikedim Sartani, later and earlier you formed me, and you placed your palm on me, implying that Adam Rishan had two formings. First, he was formed and he reached all the way to Shemaim, and then after Hashem placed his palm on him, as the Pasuk says, there was a later forming and he was made smaller. And Amar Vihuda Marav, Adam Rishan actually Adam Rishan was from one end of the world to the other. From one end of the heaven to the other end of the heaven. And once he soured, meaning once he did Avera, Hashem placed his hand on him and he made him smaller. Shnever the Pasuk says, Vatash is like Hapecha. Now the Gemara says, We have a Sterim Sukkim. On one hand, the Pasuk tells us that Adam Rishan was from here all the way till Shemaim. On the other hand, it tells us that he was from one end of the heaven to the other end of the heaven. So how big was he? How tall was he? So we answer, Idvi Idi, Chatzirhu. It's actually the same shear. The shear from the ground to the Shemaim is the same shear, one end of the world to the other end of the world. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about these topics. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.